0: By2WayRadios.com, check, check. Buy2WayRadios.com. Recorded on this live, Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two-Way Radio Show. Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoy. I'm Danny Feemster, And Anthony Roque is out today. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll talk about choosing a two-way radio for emergency and survival preparedness. We'll discuss the increased interest in buying radios for disaster preparedness, the types of radios used, and tell you about four walkie-talkie kits made especially for preppers. We'll also take some of your comments and questions from our blog and our forum at TwoWayRadioForum.com. Our show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. BuyTwoWayRadios.com, your radio specialist. There was a time, not long ago, when emergency radio kits and go-boxes were for ham operators working disasters and survivalists preparing for the end of the world as we know it. Today, it seems the demand for these products is becoming more mainstream, especially in this country, as the average person is becoming aware of the need for short-range emergency radio communications. Why is there increasing interest in radios for disaster preparedness? Hmm. I wonder. Hmm. hmm. I remember a few
1: years ago, I was thinking like, ah, uh, all these doomsday preppers and things, like, you know, maybe they, they need to calm down. You know, maybe yeah. they're a little paranoid. Uh, then, you know, the last couple of years is maybe, I think proven them right. You know, like, like th- those
0: guys were on to something and yeah, uh, maybe, they,
1: you know- uh, maybe they got the
0: right idea. I mean, there are a lot of things happening in the world today that, hey, first of all, we had two years of COVID. I mean, this. Right. You know, That's had, what I was thinking. I think that that was one of the things that was a catalyst that sort of started off uh, a lot of just regular people out in the public thinking, you know, maybe I need to be more prepared because it really was, um, well, it. It was quite a uh, an ordeal that we went through, and we're you still know, going through it. The people that have the stockpiles probably didn't suffer through the toilet
1: paper shortage as harshly as uh, some of us did.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, the The whole toilet paper shortage thing was a bit much, but we had shortages on other things, and we're having shortages on some things now.
1: Absolutely, like um, GMRS radios, for example. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> business radios, too. A lot of business radios uh, that have absolutely. been-
1: Absolutely. We're seeing manufacturers drop SKUs left and right because they can't get the components mm-hmm. any longer. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're close to the radio situation, but this is happening throughout our economy. Um, You've also got uh, the political situation in this country isn't mm-hmm. uh, trending toward stability. It's nope. probably trending toward instability. So maybe these, these people uh, that uh, have been prepping have something to teach us. And I keep telling myself I need to get on this <laughs> prepping bandwagon and figure out what I need to do. But I, I just haven't done it yet. Uh, but I, I really want to. I, I'm hoping that some of you guys that are listening that know what you're talking about can maybe write in and get me pointed in the right direction.
0: You know, there is, the government has an entire website devoted to emergency preparedness. And it's been up there for quite a while called, you know, it's ready.gov. And they do have lists for you to put together your own emergency preparedness kits and they give some best practices and some advice on on how to be prepared for things like this. And that's ready.gov. That's a free, free website. It's a government website. And you go there and you download a list of of uh, the things that you need to put in a disaster preparedness kit. You know that the third item on the list is a weather radio, emergency weather radio. And they have a couple of lists there uh, where the items include a two-way radio as well.
1: You know, uh, maybe we've been ahead of the curve on this. I feel like I've been t- telling people for years they
0: need a weather radio. Mm-hmm. And so have I. <laughs> <laughs> you have, actually. That's true. Weather, emergency weather radio is important. Uh, Two way radios are important uh, because, you know, when the communications go down, it's not just, uh, you know, people are thinking, well, the cell towers, there's so many of them out there. Well, you know what? It's it, it's all a network, too. You get parts of the network that go down. If you get enough of it that goes down, then everything kind of goes down. And <laughs> you, you don't have your cell phone service. You don't, uh, you know, and if Radio and um, – or broadcast radio and television communications go out. Uh, telephones, landline phones go out. What do you have left? There's nothing else left but but your your two-way radios.
1: You know, what's kind of scary is the, the power grid situation. Seeing what happened yeah. in Texas when they had that storm, uh, that was kind of scary. And it makes you think. I've often wondered. It seems like there's a big push to – um, get everyone moving toward EVs. But mm-hmm. I wonder, like, can our power grid handle if everyone started driving an EV? Would that have negative consequences? Mm.
0: Good guess, question. Uh, I'm not the expert. But, but I do have plenty of questions. Speaking of the power grid, the cell towers and everything, they, they run off power too. Now, I'm pretty sure they all have backup systems. But the power grid goes down At some point, uh, everything's going to go down. So what are you going to have left? And that's why it's important to be prepared. Backup generators, batteries. Solar panels would probably be important
1: if if you were looking at preparing for a a uh, long-term situation without
0: power. But even solar panels only take you so far. So you want to have multiple power options to be prepared and to be ready for uh, that kind of event or any kind of event that takes down the power grid.
1: I guess if you were doing solar panels on your house, you'd also need some kind of battery solution that your panels would have to charge the battery and then your house would burn off the battery because the sun Mm -hmm. isn't out at night. Nope. It's only out during the day.
0: Last time I checked. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's how it works. But, you know, we receive questions from customers who are shopping around for two-way radios um, to add to an emergency kit. And they check a lot of the prepper sites. And there, there's a lot of advice on prepper sites on the types of radios to choose and that sort of thing. But we do get questions saying, you know, what are the best radios? What kind of radios do I need for an emergency situation or what they call an SHTF kind of situation? Right. And... Um, and we do. I mean, you call us up. You just give us a call at uh, 800-584-1445 during the week, and uh, we'll be happy to help you out with that sort of thing. But uh, we do get a lot of these questions. So we're we're seeing that there are a lot of people that are concerned. Yeah. And
1: as far as what type of radio would work the best for a situation like this, um, I guess there there are several ways you can go. I would say GMRS is what we see the most uh, now um, because it's – I guess it's still a powerful radio service. You have repeaters that would probably be ran by generators and things like that at least uh, for a period of time during an emergency. And then uh, with a lot of the ocean radios um, that are made for GMRS, you can program in frequencies – outside of just the GMRS frequencies and monitor other traffic.
0: Now, I would say it's more so now than it was a, a few years ago because a few years ago, we really didn't have any radios out on the market that were specifically uh, FCC-type accepted for GMRS that would allow for programming uh, and and doing some of those things. I mean, they were all pretty much prepackaged bubble pack type radios, And which is not to say that that's a bad thing. You want to have something in your, your go bag or your, your emergency kit. But a few years ago, it was widely considered that, okay, that's kind of the domain of the hams. You know, you you get a ham, uh, get an amateur license and get a ham radio and, and that's what you're going to do as a prepper. But things have changed over the last few years. And now we're seeing more and more, uh, folks gravitating to GMRS. For for a number of reasons, but I think that there is a lot to be said for that now that these GMRS radios today have a lot more capability, have uh, a lot more programmability than before. There's a lot more flexibility there, which means that that these radios are really good choices for preppers these days.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure that they're the best radio, um, but... You can definitely make a case for it because, um, number one, getting an advanced GMRS radio is it's going to probably be the most compatible mm-hmm. radio that you're going to have. Because if other people that you want to communicate with have two packs that they would get from um, a, a retail store or something like that, that they, they just bought something inexpensive and happen to have it around the house, you're going to be able to talk. To all those radios with the GMRS radio, but you with an advanced GMRS radio, you're going to also have the option to program in other frequencies to and stay monitor stay, I guess, abridged of, of what's going on.
0: You know, I remember uh, some years uh, back, uh, before the Part 95 changes in 2017, you had written an article about uh, prepper radios, and. It was specifically responding to an episode of Doomsday Preppers, where they had the episode. of, Do you remember that one? The episode of Doomsday Preppers. Yeah, I think. The and they had a gentleman. Was
1: just, hey, here's what they're using.
0: Yeah, there was a gentleman there that was using a Midland GXT 1050 uh, as the uh, as the prepper radio, and I think your article covered. Okay, what are the advantages and the disadvantages of using this? Now, being a long time. Midland fan, Mm -hmm. you know, I I have Midland radios, and and I've used Midland radios for many years, and I continue to do so, and I like Midland radios, but uh, in this particular case, you know, looking at that radio and comparing it to maybe some other radios, and he gave reasons for his choices, I believe, but uh, looking at that radio, especially today, uh, and comparing it to what's on the market currently um, and even then, I don't know that it was really the best choice for a an emergency radio. Uh, today, with all of these choices out there, with all of the radios available and uh, all the versatility that, uh, that they afford the user, um, I think even more so, I, I think it might be worth looking at those other options rather than just... Sticking with the bubble pack type radios.
1: Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you on that. A, a um one of the more advanced GMRS radios, like we are um that we've seen come out recently, like the, the Ocean KG935G. Um, I think that radio is a good choice for this because it's got the keypad. You can go into frequency mode and key in any frequency you want in a wide Range of frequencies and those bubble pack radios like the GXT 1050 just can't do that. You're limited to talking on um, the traditional 22 frequencies.
0: Hey, don't get me wrong. Now I own a GXT 1050 radio, a couple of them, and they're good radios. Um, I just don't use them as much anymore because of what you just said. Just there, there are more features um, in some of the newer radios that have come out since then. And I've really gravitated towards using those instead.
1: Right. Um, I I agree. Now, I guess the other question is a few years ago when all of these ham radios that were being sold, all the imported radios, like you could get a UV five R and you could buy it for, Thirty bucks, and -hmm. it was wide open. And you can type in GMRS frequencies in there. You could type in ham frequencies, and that wasn't legal. No, (laughs) but it was possible. That now a lot of manufacturers don't allow that anymore. Like I believe Mm -hmm. that the FCC signaled they're going to crack down on this. And since that uh, signaling from the FCC, it seems like at least all the manufacturers we deal with. Have started locking their radios down, mm-hmm. so you really do now have to choose between a ham radio or a GMRS radio, or you have to buy multiple radios. You can't yeah. just get one that talks across all services because it, it really would be best for a, a prepping type situation to have a radio that could just operate on every service.
0: Yeah, that, that would you know. be that would be optimal, especially in a an emergency situation, but it would kind of be yeah. legal, too,
1: because yeah. the FCC has in their rules, like, hey, during an emergency, if anything goes, basically. But as soon now, as that emergency's over. <laughs> you know, you cut it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's really not the option to do that with a radio anymore. The the no. um,
0: and, and to be honest, I, I never thought that the UV5R uh, – and we've carried the UV5R – uh, and and I I own a UV5R. My son has one. We uh, we haven't used it in years because we've replaced them with other radios. Uh, but I mean, they fulfilled their purpose for the time being. But I never considered a UV R And look, I I know I'm going to get some some negative feedback. I'm going to get some 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 blowback from this. But uh, because a lot of people use them as prepper radios, a lot of preppers use the UV5R. Mm-hmm. I have never considered the uv5r as a prepper class radio it just there's just so many things about it that i i just never thought really fit the bill at least not for me
1: yeah i think that when you're trying to to make a radio for a price point Mm -hmm. like the durability of a uv5r well I mean, it really, it's not bad. It's a fairly durable radio, no. but if, if I had to choose a radio that had to work for like a survivalist type situation, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's exactly the situation where you, you don't want to cheap out. You know, you, you that's want to, to spend a few extra dollars and make sure that what could potentially be the last radio you have the option to ever buy, you, you want to yeah. make sure that it's going to hold up. You want to get something that's somewhat waterproof. You want to get something that can can handle being dropped. And you want to really yeah. think about the service that it operates
0: on. You also want to think about how easy it is to program in the field on the fly. And the UV5R, in my opinion, first of all, the manual is awful. But the the UV5R, in my opinion, is not the easiest Radio to program on the fly out in the field. I mean, yeah, you have to have it, sit down and have it, and really program it on the computer. And and there's really the best way to do it if you if you want to right. you, you can program, program it, it from the keypad. But yeah, you can. And and actually, if you've been doing it for a while, if you've been using that radio for a long time and you know how to program it, you can go through it pretty easily. It's not too big of a deal. But for those who are just picking it up, and Especially if, if you're in an emergency situation and, and you're not really that familiar with that radio, it's going to be very daunting. It's going to be really intimidating, and that's going to be a problem, you know, for a lot of people. So and you kind you, of want a YouTube radio that's going to might be— might not be available in that situation. That's true. But you, you really want to—yeah, and uh, you, you really want to have radios in your go-bag or in your emergency kit— they're going to be somewhat fairly easy to program, and especially if you're handing it to a family member who is not familiar with radios at all. And you know, my my, know, suggestion just, <laughs> <Here's a radio. laughs> my suggestion would be here, it's a radio.
1: My suggestion would be, whatever radio you choose, you should get familiar with it and how to do all of the things that you're going to need before an emergency occurs. Mm-hmm. Like. Don't just buy a radio and leave it in the box and put it in the go bag and think when I need this, then I'll take it out of the box and I've got it. Yeah, it really doesn't work well that way. <laughs> yeah, you you should probably you know take it out on a camping trip or somewhere you're gonna you're gonna need to use it for communication for a couple of hours where you're gonna kind of be forced to ask yourself how do I how do I talk on this thing how do I change channels and. You know, those are some of the questions you're going to going to, to need answers to, mm-hmm. and figuring that out when the answers are readily available is better than waiting until you're you're in a crisis and
0: you don't have uh, access. Yeah, just throwing the manual in the box with it isn't enough because <laughs> when it comes time to open the box and and use that gear, you're not going to want to slog through that manual. You're probably not going to have time to well, go through the manual and try to figure it out.
1: Well, the the manual may be fine, but it depends on what radio you choose. If you choose a UV five R, the that manual, manual's not going to be fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, the manual's <laughs> not going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs>
1: There are some radios with better manuals than than others. I would say so, yeah.
0: Okay, well, now we've talked about the radios that may not be the best fit. Let's talk about some of the radios that might be a better fit. that like, you no, know, what kind of radios might be good choices? Fortunately, there's some good news here. We've done a lot of that hard work for you. And we have some prepackaged uh, Prepper Walkie Talkie kits to get you started. Now, maybe... Maybe they don't have everything you expect or need in the kits but it's it's a starting point to get you there and to, to help you get especially if you're not familiar with the whole prepper scene you know and and we're talking about radios radios that would you would need for an emergency situation or emergency kit we've put a lot of thought we didn't just throw these together we put a lot of thought into what would go into a uh, a kit, a an emergency preparedness kit, and uh, these kits are very popular. By the way, a lot of preppers, a lot yeah. of people bought these kits and continue to do so. It, we're, we go out of stock with these a lot, and uh, we happen to have them in stock right now. But who knows, you know what the stock situation is going to be uh, uh, tomorrow, especially with current events. But uh, yeah, we, we saw quite a few of these. So we know that people like them and they work very well. And we get a lot of good feedback from people on these kits, a lot of great feedback. So we have here four prepper kits, prepper walkie-talkie kits from by Two-Way Radios that are designed to take the guesswork out of choosing two-way radios for your personal emergency comms. Let's start with uh, one of the first ones here that's on the list. This is for family communications, family comms. Mm-hmm. But these are these are GMRS radios. Yeah, this is this is the GMRS kit. It's the
1: what we call the prepper walkie-talkie kit, Family Com package, and this is uh, a GMRS kit that includes two of the KG eight hundred five G GMRS radios.
0: One, one of our most popular GMRS radios,
1: by the way. Yeah, this is uh, this radio is I'm going to say the entry level option of professional handheld GMRS radios. Um, And uh, it includes uh, – now, these kits, they aren't like emergency kits that include everything you need to be prepared. It's it's all uh, – it's everything you need to be prepared communications-wise.
0: Yeah, it's an what, essentials
1: kit for communications. Right. It's not going to include solar panels and things like that yeah. that you would need to deal with your power situation This or food or, you know, things like that. It's, this is just communication. But in this kit, you get – Two KG805G GMRS radios. You get two extra batteries. You get two upgraded antennas um, in addition to the com- two that come with the radio. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you get two battery eliminators to power the radios from a 12 volt source.
0: And for those who are not familiar with battery eliminators, those basically plug into the 12 volt adapter of your vehicle so you can power the radio from your vehicle. Uh, we also
1: have two AA battery cases that allow the radios to operate on AA batteries. We also have two USB charger cables. Um, you can see a, a theme here with power, wow. like, you know, the how to use the radios uh, in various ways, how to get power to the radios right. in various this, ways. This really
0: isn't. focuses on multiple power options.
1: Yeah, uh, I think is critical for a prepper type situation. Very much so, yeah. uh, So that was our focus. Um, The the package also contains a uh, prepper and survivalist uh, laminated frequency list. And uh, there's something called the 333 plan that somebody that's smarter than me came up with. um,
0: Let's talk about that for a moment because I think that's a very important component uh, for any emergency uh, communications kit. This is something that was uh, put together uh, with a lot of research. You actually put the this together. Uh, no, no, no. I did not put oh, this together. Not?
1: This is not my idea. Someone uh, open sourced this and made it available. I I found it when I was researching prepper radios that someone had come up with this plan, saying uh, it, it's really simple. It boils down to like at every three hours, uh, go to channel three. And listen for three minutes. I believe is is the gist of it. And then they give you a channel list for what channel three is on all of the services. So if you have a GMRS radio uh, and you're in a, a crisis situation, um, the the question is how do I how do I know when someone's listening so that I can communicate with them? Well, th- that's what the three 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 plan does. Is say every th- uh, three hours, which is like twelve o'clock, three o'clock, six o'clock, nine o'clock. Oh, yeah. Uh, You go to channel three and you listen for three minutes and that's when you can talk if you're trying to reach someone and hopefully other people are also going by this plan and you know bought their prepper kit and have the laminated card and are doing the same thing.
0: And this is kind of a universal plan type of thing. Uh, it's something that a lot of people uh, I don't know have how u- to.
1: I don't know how universal uh this is it seemed like a good idea to me and it seemed like something that we you'd want to spread the word on it well, there's like a there-
0: lot of information on that sheet a lot of good information yeah
1: I, you know this this card i think is a really good addition to this kit we get good feedback people we actually started selling that card separately and people buy them on a regular basis because they seem to be into this plant so you know, I thought it was just kind of a throw in, you know, like, uh, Hey, w- you know, we're doing this kit. Here's, here's something that might be a good idea, but it's a real value it, add. Yeah. I think it, people do find it uh, t- to be a good idea. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so it, we, you've got a laminated sheet that has all the frequencies that, that, uh, are on this plan. Um, so it's laminated. That's nice in case there's, yeah, it's waterproof. A, you, you don't know yeah. what the emergency is. It could be flooding, things like that, or, or um, and uh, what do we what do we charge for this kit, Rick?
0: It's uh, two fifty nine ninety nine. And now also the radios. The radios are rated IP fifty five, dust and water resistance. So that's they're they're good, hardy radios to have in an emergency out in the field. Now they're not completely, totally waterproof in the sense that they're submersible or something. But if you're in in a situation where you've got a lot of dirt and some mud and stuff like that they should take you through a lot of that um, also
1: uh, we have a second kit that is the license free family mm-hmm. com kit
0: it's now- basically the same almost the same radio set this is the 805f this is the frs version of the 805g yeah if you
1: don't want to have to worry about getting a license uh, you can go with this one instead, whereas the mm-hmm. the other requires you to get a GMRS license, which cost currently $70. Uh, one of these years in the future is going to change to $35. <laughs> He's
0: still working on that, I guess. But, you know, keep in mind that license is good for the entire family. However, if you don't want to spend the extra money on that or don't have it to spend, uh, as a lot of families are on budgets – This family Com package is a good second uh, go-to for that. Now, you know, there is one thing I would like to mention. That walkie-talkie kit, the 805G, uh, full 5 watts pretty much is maximum on that. Mm -hmm. So it's you're not getting a bubble pack radio here. That's one of the things about some of the bubble pack radios used by the preppers. Some of those bubble pack radios are not that powerful. You know, some of them are... Uh, you know they advertise well up to 50 miles range or up to 35 miles range or whatever, and we've discussed that many many times before ad nauseum. But uh, the the truth of the matter is uh, they're really not that powerful. Most of those bubble packs are are really actually fairly low power. When you're get what you're getting with the 805G, you're getting you know five watts on there, which is the maximum for a handheld on on. uh on uh, channels one through seven and uh you've got that, that's a very powerful handheld when you couple it with a removable antenna which another thing is with the bubble packs is that most of those bubble packs actually i think almost all of them the antenna's not removable, so you can't no, no, put it they, they, uh,
1: they really can't be if it's an FRS radio yeah, because yeah. Uh, the antenna
0: has to well, be. Well, I was talking fixed. about the GMRS radios, but, um, but I was going to mention that the FRS radios, the FRS version, which is the Family Com package that's license-free, that has a maximum of two watts. Right. But that's still a lot more powerful than a lot of the bubble packs that are FRS bubble packs. Two watts is the maximum that you can have on FRS. This goes up to the maximum. So if you are thinking about putting together your own kit with an FRS radio, um, this still beats the bubble packs by, by far.
1: Now, I would not recommend this, though. I would go GMRS if mm-hmm. I were making a recommendation just because – The GMRS radios can also talk to repeaters Mm -hmm. and repeaters get you out uh, away from just your local area. I mean, a a, uh, radio that's just simplex or radio to radio, your range is limited to, you know, a mile or two at the most in Mm -hmm. a lot of situations. However,
0: however, if, if it depends on the time of emergency, because if the repeaters are down, right, because, you know, the power grids down, that sort of thing, because oh, repeaters you, run you may, off power grids. May
1: not have access to repeaters. You know, of may course.
0: not be repeaters. So uh, it depends on the type
1: of emergency. But having the option to potentially hit a repeater can extend your range from a couple of miles to that's true uh, hundred miles. That's true.
0: But uh, but once again, it's and, it's and second you best. don't
1: lose the ability to talk to those bubble pack radios either. Those, mm-hmm. the, the GMRS radios can also talk to the FRS radios. So if so one of your that's friends has point. the cheap radio, then you can talk to him, but you can also get to the repeaters. It's yeah, the Best it, of both worlds.
0: That is. I mean, the, the, that's one of the advantages of both of these packages is that they are cross-compatible with each other in terms of the communications because they're using the same frequencies. Uh, I think that's... Uh, you know, there's something else about these two packages that uh, – let's say, for instance, if you – if your family – you have a license, GMRS license for your family, but you have some distant relatives that don't necessarily fall under the license that, that you want to send them um, a pa- the same type of package, you can, you can buy them, especially for holidays, as it makes a great gift – the FamilyCom package, that's the FRS one, the, the, uh, the FamilyCom license free package. One of the cool things about that uh, with both of these packages, in addition to the uh, 805G and the 805F being able to talk on the same frequencies, this, with an exception of the antennas, of course, because the antennas are not removable on the FRS package, but this comes with the same, basically the same accessories. As the ones in the 805G kit. So you can mix and match them up a bit because these are the basic, it's basically the same series of radios. So you can take the, the, you know, comes with the two spare high capacity batteries, the two battery eliminators, the two AA battery cases, the two USB DC charger cables, and of course the prepper and survivalist laminated frequency list and 333 plan. These are interchangeable. You can interchange the accessories. For the most part, Um, I think that's uh, that's not a bad bad way to go, actually.
1: Yeah, if if you're buying multiple kits and you don't want to get the same one. Yeah. You can share accessories if you do this.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, There's also a couple of ham radio um, prepper kits that we have.
0: Yeah, we definitely need to talk about these. Um,
1: These, uh, we have a basic and an advanced. And, uh, and the
0: basic is basic. The advanced is advanced. The advanced
1: is more <laughs> advanced, yeah. You're, you're seeing how we got these names. We spent yeah. a lot of time on this. We, a lot of, we put a lot of thought into these. The, the marketing budget went here. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the ham radio basic kit, the, the idea was to uh, put a kit together that – was lower in price so that people that weren't looking to spend a lot of money could get um, a communications kit that gives them a lot of what they need. And uh, the the ham radio that we chose for this is the tyt thuv 88 which is a low price radio, but it does have the full keypad, and it allows you to key in frequencies. And it supports a wide range of RX frequencies, but you, you mm-hmm. can't really transmit outside of, the ham bands on it, uh, but you also get two uh, extra upgraded antennas. You get uh, two extra high capacity batteries. So you get the the standard batteries that come with the radio, and you also get two high capacity three thousand two hundred milliamp batteries,
0: which is quite a bit. That's that's uh, those are pretty solid batteries, right? Uh, they
1: they last uh, a while. You also get a programming cable. And you get the laminated frequency card, and, and we were able to get the price on that kit to uh, under 120 bucks, which was the goal—one 19.99. Yeah. So that's your low price entry level. You want to get some radios, and do that, that will uh, get you on, onto the ham frequencies at a low price. That yeah. ham radio basic kit is the way to go.
0: And by the way, that's one that is one of our really popular kits. Oh yeah, too. That,
1: that's probably the best selling. Yeah, it's hard to keep that one in stock, actually. Um, the uh, advanced kit uses the Ocean KG UVD-1P radio. And um, I need to tell you why we chose that radio. This this radio has why. a special <laughs> feature <laughs> that none of the others do. It will transmit outside of the handbands. bands. Um, it will mm-hmm. transmit on the handbands, bands, but... This is an older radio that was approved for business use by the FCC. So there's an FCC ID that's tied to this radio that allows it to transmit on the business band as well as the ham band.
0: So this is a Part 90 type accepted radio.
1: It is. So with this radio, you have more flexibility as far as... The transmit range where all these others are locked down to just their service and new radios can't have this option because the FCC no longer allows analog only radios to be approved for business use. I also have some bad news about this kit. I I think this is going to be news to you as well, Rick. I don't know if I've broken this to news to anyone even in the company yet. I've gotten some information from Ocean, and due to a uh, chip that is, uh, they believe, no longer going to be available, the KGUVD-1P may be going away forever. Oh, my goodness. That's terrible.
0: It's a good solid radio, and it's been very popular with businesses and hams
1: there's a chance they they're going to I probably shouldn't be talking about this but they're they're probably um they're they're going to be looking for a way to to get around this uh but uh there's a chance probably a good chance that it's the end of the road for the kguvd one p sometime in early 2022 so um if you're considering if you like what I what you've heard about this kit yeah, don't wait
0: so this is basically an end-of-the-world scenario for the kg d one p Yes, I hope, I
1: hope the UV-D1P was prepared because… <laughs> but on the,
0: on, the, on the positive side of this, and uh, well, what's included in this kit, of course, is uh, a couple of the upgraded antennas that we've had on the other kits um, and uh, a set of two high-capacity 2,600 milliamp batteries uh, and two battery eliminators, two double A battery cases, two USB DC charger cables, and one USB programming cable, and of course the the uh, survival uh, the survivalist laminated frequency list and three thirty three plan. Now, what I was going to mention here is that the good news about this is that for those who have. Uh, this kit, and for those who have uh, KGUVD1Ps and are concerned about the about acquiring accessories, replacement batteries, and things like that for their existing radios going forward, there's no need to worry about that at all because all of these all of these accessories are fully compatible with the uh, the same accessories that are used by the 805s and and by some of the other radios. So these the accessories are not going away. No, the, only the radios. Are just the away. radios, yeah. Yeah. So. so there are plenty of accessories available and they're going to be available for a long time to come. And the price on the advanced kit is $319.99. So it's a premium, it's, it's a premium price, but as I just said, there are a lot of premium accessories included with this kit. I mean, it's chock full of stuff.
1: And it's probably only available for a limited time. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. There's one other kit that um, I hope that we get added to the website very soon. Um, We've, uh, I don't know, a, a few months ago now, we started carrying this Ocean KG 935G GMRS radio. And I think it's a better Prepper radio than the 805G, so I think that we need a, a maybe an updated family FamilyCom package that includes the 935G instead of or or maybe in addition to the the current one. Um, so. I'm going to ask Rick to take a look at whenever our stock stabilizes on that radio. It's very hard to keep the 935G. It's an extremely
0: popular radio.
1: Yeah, as soon as our stock starts to stabilize, we're probably going to be adding a prepper walkie-talkie kit that features that model or is built around that model because I like that it has the keypad and you can. uh, It's a nice. It's a solid radio. Yeah, you, you. I hate to think people relying on having a computer to program in additional RX frequencies. Um, and the 935G just lets you key them in right from the keypad in frequency mode. So I think it is a better radio for this scenario than the 805G.
0: And it has so many advanced features that uh, can be useful to preppers and anyone.
1: Right. It's, it's more easily used and program from the keypad and directly from the radio. It doesn't really require the computer to to do any programming or changing frequencies. And I think that's the biggest thing. You don't want to rely on having to have a computer if uh, you know there, there's something horrible going on.
0: Well, we'll uh, we'll continue to develop this, and uh, we'll keep everybody uh, in the loop as to when, uh, if and when this will be available. It's probably not a matter of if; it's more of a matter of when. So those are the um, the kits that we currently have for, for preppers. And once again, it isn't an end all for prepper kits. It's basically to get you going, to get you started uh, for uh, prepper communications. It's a you know you have to start somewhere, and this is a I think uh, these kits are a pretty good place to to start. And from the reviews and the feedback we have received so far. Because these kits have been out for a while, the reviews have been really great. I mean, people really seem to like these kits. I think
1: that they kind of take a lot of the a lot of the research away from people. A lot of
0: stress of of doing the research. I think that what we
1: run into is a lot of people who know that they need communication solutions in case of preparedness. uh, that, that that you know what we've talked about before. Mm -hmm. and it's kind of daunting to have to learn all about how radios work. So people like that we've kind of done the research for them and just put everything into one package and, you know, pay this amount and you get everything you need.
0: I mean, people are stressed out enough as it is trying to figure out how I'm going to put together an emergency kit from scratch and – you know, and there's so much going on anyway. People are stressed out anyway these days. So if there's something that you can, uh, you know, have that's ready-made, that's ready to go, that takes some of that stress out of the mix, I think that that it's a good thing. I think that's a good thing. I agree. Well, let's see. We have a couple of comments and questions from our blog and our forum at uh, twowayradioforum.com. dot com. The first one comes from Mike. And he's asking about the Midland T two ninety and T two ninety five GMRS radios, and he wants to know: Are there any other manufacturers that have high power GMRS handhelds? Thanks, and that's from Mike. And uh, yeah, we were actually just talking about yeah, them.
1: Check check out our uh, Ocean um, GMRS.
0: The Ocean collection. line is yeah, yeah.
1: W O U X U N.
0: Some people might call it Wuxun or Wushen. Yeah. It's, uh, but it's actually, from what I understand, it's pronounced ocean. That's how I've uh, always pronounced it. Uh, that's
1: Yeah, that's that's what we've been told uh, the pronunciation is. But
0: I still want to call it wushin. Wushin. Some people just want to call it wuxan. <laughs> people call it a lot of things. I guess it's on the, uh, the translation. Uh, all right. Well, our next one comes from... Uh, Saturn 7, he wants to know, what's happened to MERS radio? I turn my MERS radio on, then have it on scan, not very much traffic on, just someone keying the mic and not saying anything. Has MERS radio gone, or do I need a bigger antenna for my MERS radio? And that's from Saturn 7. Um, no, no, MERS radio has uh, has not gone. Uh Nothing happened to MERS radio. It, it's the thing about MERS is that it's a it's a different. You know, some people have been buying some MERS radios, thinking that it's another another service, a radio service like ham, like a, yeah, or, a like or, HAM or GMRS, or GMRS. With, and, and that's not what it is. No,
1: but use MERS when you want to talk to your friends who also have a MERS radio. Yeah, don't use MERS if you're looking to talk to strangers or you know other people that aren't. In your immediate area, that's that's more of what GMRS is. With and repeaters HAM and CB and, and that yeah, sort of thing. Ham, They're C- more
0: for social interaction. MERS is more of a – as a matter of fact, a lot of people, they'll buy MERS radios because they actually have more perceived – and I'm saying perceived privacy mm-hmm. because MERS is not used as much. So a lot of people get the MERS radios because they want to have a little more a little more privacy when they're doing whatever they're doing now. MERS, a lot of the times used by some. Well, of course, we know they're used by some big box stores. They're used also used by like Dakota Alert uses MERS radios for their um, their home security uh, systems. That sort of thing. Yeah, they have a suite of sensors and things yeah, built around exactly, MERS. and that's kind of what they use MERS for. Um, MERS is also used in small businesses or, or homes or institutions where they they really just want some some private local communications between the rest of their group or the rest of you know their employees that sort of thing and not really be hindered by a lot of inf- interference. They want radios that are not on crowded channels. Yeah, they want some. That's basically what it's for. Exactly. I mean there's
1: not many people on MERS, so it's a good use for MERS. Uh, unfortunately for this guy, he he's got the opposite problem. He's looking for a little more activity.
0: Yeah. And and then the MERS radio is not really the, the choice for that. That's not really right. what MERS is is being used for. So sorry. if you're gonna get into it to be if you're getting into MERS as a hobby service, you're gonna be disappointed. That's not what it's about.
1: Sorry, but, Saturn uh, Seven.
0: Yeah. Sorry. But uh, it's still a good solid solid uh, service. Yeah, you just have to know what you're you're using it for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. We have one more. Uh, this is a comment from James, and he's responding to episode 162. Uh, our last episode, we were talking about call signs, and all about call signs, kind of the basics of, of call signs, where they, uh, how they originated, and uh, which services use them, who needs a call sign, and that sort of thing. And we brought up where the K and the W in some of the call signs for broadcast stations came from, and some Ks that were on the other side of the coast and some Ws that were on, you know, that, that were reversed. And, and there was a, a period of about a year or so where um, they, they didn't really enforce that, and they allowed uh, stations to, to submit for a call sign that was uh, the opposite of, of of where they were located. Right. So, so they allowed that for about a year or so, and then they, they kind of locked that down. Uh, but James, uh, his comment was um, he was going to mention that WKY 930 from OKC, I believe that's Oklahoma City, is the exception to the west of the Mississippi River rule. There may be others. WWL-TV is another exception because it is technically on the west bank of the Mississippi River as well. And that's from James. Well, I can say that uh, James we appreciate the comment. He did. We asked for comments. He provided a comment. So James, we're going to send you a, a two-way radio show t-shirt. How about that? And uh, we'll uh, we'll get in touch with you here shortly uh, to see what kind of size t-shirt you want. Um, I guess that does it for the comments and questions in this episode. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at byte2wayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at TwoWayRadioForum.com. Of course, you can subscribe to the Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at TwoWayRadioShow.com or hear it uh, wherever podcasts are available. You can also subscribe by email. And I've told you this before, but just in case uh, you, you have, didn't catch it, you can click on the subscribe but email button on the two-way Radio show podcast page at twowayradioshow.com, put in your email address and you get the latest episode of the two- Way radio show as soon as it comes out. Um, and no salesman will call. I mean, it's just for the just for the podcast, just for the show. Um, so I guess it does it for this for the show this time. Uh, and before we go any final comment,
1: I don't think so. Be prepared. Yep, be prepared. If you have any suggestions for what we should include in our prepper kits, if there's something
0: we missed, I'd love to hear it. Yeah, yeah. Just send them in to show at buy2wayradios.com. All right, well, today's show is sponsored by buy2wayradios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, buy2way radios can help you find the best solution for your needs. And with promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Give us a call at 1 800 584 1445 or enter our live chat at buy2wayradios.com. Well, everyone, as always, thanks for listening. And until next time for the Two Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoy. And I'm Danny Feemster. And we're out.